night towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made My Towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com And now, Lindell TV brings you The Stone Zone with legendary Republican strategist and political icon and pundit Roger Stone. Stone has served as a senior campaign aide to three Republican presidents. He is a New York Times bestselling author and a longtime friend and advisor of President Donald Roger Trump. Stone. As an outspoken libertarian, Stone has appeared on thousands of broadcasts, spoken at countless venues, and lectured before the prestigious Oxford Political Union and the Cambridge Union Society. Due to his four-plus decades in the political and cultural arena, Stone has become a pop culture icon. And now, here's your host, Roger Stone. Welcome, I'm Roger Stone, and yes, you are back in the Stone Zone. Today we have the distinct honor of hosting a most distinguished guest in the Stone Zone. David Horowitz is a man of great intellect and profound insight. To me, he may be one of the most important and influential writers, thinkers, and intellectuals uh, in the, uh, on the American right today. Uh, he has dedicated his life to the pursuit of truth and the defense of our cherished American values. Because David Horowitz began as a leftist, indeed a Marxist, I think he has a keen understanding uh, of those on the left and how they seek to destroy America. Uh, David Horowitz is the author of several books, uh, including The Radical Mind, The Destructive Plans of the Woke Left, uh, which uh, we uh, will talk about today. Final battle, uh, the next election could be the last. Radical Son, which some have described as one of the most important and seminal books, comparing it to Whitaker Chambers' famous witness uh, and the black book of the American left. Uh, it is uh, my great honor to welcome uh, David Horwitz uh, to uh, the Stone Zone today. Well, it's my pleasure to meet you for the first time. 
Uh, it has been my great honor to speak at one of your conferences. Uh, and I obviously want to talk about your new book, The Radical Mind, The Destructive Plans of the Woke Left. But, uh, David, let's start with a broad question. What is happening in America today? Because it seems to me uh, that consistent with Alinsky's rules for radicals, uh, the current regime is accusing those of us on the right of doing exactly what they are doing today. I mean, um, they are, they're jam- Go ahead. An alien force entered the Democrat Party after the 1968 convention. Remember that Tom Hayden and other new left criminals organized a riot at the Democratic convention to destroy the presidential candidacy of Hubert Humphrey, who was a, I think he was a 90% ADL liberal, but his great sin was he was an anti-communist. And the new left, which was led by children of the old left and just plain mischief makers, uh, was an anti-American movement that wanted to destroy our democracy, which is why I left it. Um, the situation today is dramatized by the fact that we have hundreds of thousands, I would guess, people in the streets, young people, who've been brainwashed by our corrupt anti-American universities like Harvard and Princeton and Yale and the University of Chicago, and are marching in favor of Hamas Nazis uh, behind a program to exterminate the Jews. It's, it's hard to even say those words, um, but that's the reality. Uh, the, 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 and, and this idea that the Palestinians who elected Hamas to be their government and that Islam generally, which has not produced one leader to condemn the most horrific massacre in our lifetimes, uh, dwarfing what the Germans did, in fact, the atrocities of October 7th. Hitler uh, hid the final solution, is what the extermination of the Jews was called by Nazis. He hid it from the German people because he thought they were too civilized to accept and support it. And he was right about that. Um, These Arabs, uh, shouted from the rooftops. It's it's written into the charter of Hamas. Um, and they have all these thousands of elite college students uh, who, who have been brainwashed over a long period of time uh, supporting them. Our country has never been in such dire, dire straits. Um, the Civil War is the close exception, but I think this is worse than the Civil War because it's done by people who have no moral principles whatsoever. Uh, the Confederacy were racist, but they uh, were like uh, they were like Robert E. Lee were men of honor. Uh, these people have no honor and they have no morals and they're complete ignoramuses. How does it get that way? Well, my, this book I've written, The Radical Mind, attempts to explain 
how ideologues think or actually don't think. Um, one of my favorite chapters of this book is about a, a now forgotten episode that took place in Flint, Michigan in 1969, um, where the SDS, which was the largest campus organization, had a what they what they called a war council. And among their discussions, well, one of the things they did was they praised Charlie Manson, the mass murderer. Um, but another was they debated whether to kill white babies, all white babies, because whiteness was the enemy. Now, those people are thinking at an abstract level. It's, it's so un-American to blame a whole race for every problem that they perceive. Um, but it clues up the mind. You, you don't think of the particulars. And if you and what they've done with the Jews here is they've called them colonialist settlers. Well, what's wrong with, first of all, that's, there's no factual basis behind that whatsoever. They don't care about facts. And if there were one, what's wrong with colonial settlers? You have to look at the particular case, don't you? America is a colonial settler society. It's the most egalitarian, most inclusive, the most uh, prosperous, uh, freest country in the entire planet. So being a colonial settler, if you look at the facts, can be a positive thing. But for them, it's a reason to want to exterminate everybody that they can identify that way. Uh, the fact is there were no Palestinians, none, not zero in the Middle East when Israel was created. Palestine isn't even an Arab word. It's a Roman, it's a Latin word that the Roman Empire imposed on the Jews who had the very bad judgment to rebel against the Roman Empire. And their punishment was to be decimated, scattered to the four winds, and have the Romans rename them, that is the Jews, with their names of their enemies, the Philistines, which is corrupted into Palestine. In 1948, when Israel, when the five Arab armies uh, descended on Israel and their slogan was push the Jews into the sea, not self-determination because it was not, there's not a square inch of territory on which Israel exists that was taken from Arabs or non-existent Palestinians. It was, Israel was created uh, the same way Lebanon, Jordan, Iraq, Syria uh, were created on the ruins of the Turkish Ottoman Empire. The Turks aren't even Arabs, let alone Palestinians. This is a, a, the whole crusade behind which these pe people march and chant their ignorant and uh, evil slogans like free occupied Palestine. There never was a Palestine. Or actually, it was artificially created at the suggestion 
of the Egyptian dictator Nasser and the KGB uh, in 1964. That's the first time there's a claim to a Palestine state, 16 years after the creation of Israel. They hated the Israelis because they were Jews. And, and the idea that Israel is an apartheid state is ridiculous. It's the only state in the Middle East that's not an apartheid state. If you want to buy land, if you sell, you're an Arab in the West Bank and you sell land to uh, a Jew, you get the death penalty. <laughs> that's apartheid. Um, but these people are completely ignorant of the history and who's made them this ignorant? Harvard, Yale, Princeton, University of Chicago, every major university in the country is run by anti-American left um, who brainwash their, their students. The, I've spoken about 400 universities in the last couple of decades, the uh, last 30 years. And the last one I spoke at was Dartmouth. And I asked the conservative kids I met with, do they have a, a course in the Cold War? And they said, yes, but it's taught by a professor who wanted wants the communists to win the Cold War. $60,000 a year for that kind of garbage. I don't think people begin to realize how bad our universities are and how unworthy of the name university. But it all abstract thinking according to ideology, like whiteness is a curse, you know? And now Jewishness is a curse. And the Jews are easier targets because there are so few of them. I, I, I really fear for my country for the first time. This, we are in dire straits. We have a whole party, or half the party, the Democrat Party, that's given over to this nonsense. It's evil. It's not just nonsense. Uh, there was a there was a time in America when both major parties uh, were pro democracy, were both uh, anti communist, uh, were both pro capitalism, uh, both belonged uh, believed in a strong national defense. The Democratic Party of Harry Truman. Uh, and John F. Kennedy is dead. That party has been hijacked by a radical socialist, if not Marxist, uh, uh, cadre. Uh, and, now, uh, and, and now Joe Biden is in a particular bind because uh, he can't really support both Israel and continue to funnel billions of dollars to Iran, uh, lest he uh, lose the Gen Z votes perhaps to a radical candidate like uh, Professor Cornell West. Uh, David Horowitz's new book, The Radical Mind, The Destructive Plans for the Woke Left, uh, is described by my friend Charlie Kirk uh, as a, this book is critical to understanding the left and how we defeat them. Uh, my friend Dinesh D'Souza says this is a harrowing journey through corridors of the 21st century totalitarianism that goes by the name of progressivism. It is must reading. Uh, and the great Victor Davis Hanson says, this book is incisive and a timely warning to America to wake up before it's too late. Folks, you can get this amazing book uh, by going to frontpage 
uh, magazine.com, frontpagemag.com. There you see it. Uh, I would urge you, uh, I zoomed through this very quickly. Uh, it is an amazing book. Uh, David, you discussed the psychological profile of the typical radical activist. What key traits do you identify and why are they significant? Um, they are Marxists. And this takeover of the Democrat Party started from the Democrat Convention in 1968 when Hayden organized a riot that um, cost Hubert Humphrey the presidency. Hubert Humphrey, and his sin was that he, Humphrey's sin was that he was an anti-communist. People on the left lied by nature. Why do I say that? Because what they propose, proposing, well, do you think that these people could, that, that are marching in the streets could be elected, um, calling for the um, genocide of the Jews and pretending that America and Israel are genocidal states? I don't think so. Uh, Americans, uh, the American voter may, may not always be the brightest, but they're not stupid. Um, and the, but the key to the left is that it's a crypto religion. The left's model is similar to the, mainly the Christian tradition in that the world is seen as corrupt. And then there is a movement for redemption that will create a, a paradise like the Garden of Eden. That's the left's vision. The difference between the left and actual believing Christians is that believing Christians and, and Jews um, and Protestants um, know that the source of our problems is us. Bad people. You can't make a perfect world out of bad people. You have to have a, a redemption by a divinity. That's what divides left and right. The left thinks that people are good. If you eliminate the police, they're going to see that cooperating with each other and being nice is the best way. And they'll be, you know, this is such nonsense. But uh, we no longer have in our universities an educated class of faculty that can disabuse young, ignorant people of of their fantasies. And that, that's the problem, as, as we summed up briefly, that we face. You make a, an excellent point about Hubert Humphrey. He's one of the founders of Americans for Democratic Action. In 1948, he gave the famous civil rights speech at that convention, which caused the walkout of the of the Southern delegates who then formed the state's rights party. Uh, he was an anti-communist. His real sin prior to the 1968 convention, of course, was his refusal to denounce the Vietnam War, uh, which, of course, during the general election period, uh, he would finally break with Lyndon Johnson. Excellent book I just read by Luke Nichter called 1968, the year that changed American politics that I commend to you. But you're right. Uh, that's, I think, the starting point of the left-wing takeover of the modern Democratic Party. Uh, David, in your book, you talk about the radicalization process uh, and the stages you identify and how individuals transition through these stages. Can you speak to that? 
Well, you know, it takes all, all different kinds. My writing partner, Peter Collier, uh, who, uh, who is with us no, no longer, um, he was raised in the opposite upbringing from me. I was raised by card-carrying communists who were nice people until you crossed them politically, and they were not so nice. Um, I grew up in the communist movement, but uh, Peter, his, his parents were actually Goldwater Republicans, but for the circumstances of his childhood, Peter was angry. And the left is the perfect repository for anger and hate. In fact, that's what the left is about. We used to have these arguments because I was very idealistic. And, and Peter used to horrify me by saying what the left is about is American, he called it American mischief. It's driven by hate, not by love, not by compassion. What kind of compassion lets 8 million unvetted immigrants from countries with off the charts crime rates into the United States? There's no compassion there. It's just hatred for America. People better wake up sooner than later. We don't have that much time to save this country. David, we have to go to a quick commercial break and we'll be back with the great David Horowitz in just a few moments. Mike Lindell and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen, use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. 
And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Fulls, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more color sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full $29 and twin size just $25. Order now. Once they're gone, they're gone for good. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, please, folks, remember to go to mypillow.com. And when you do, please use promo code STUM. And now, uh, for a limited time until I believe it is uh, December 18th, there is free shipping on your order. So whether it is the MyPillow dog beds, the pet blankets, the all season slippers, the sheets, the towels, there are many great, great products there. Uh, and uh, you help not only the number one uh, supporter of free speech, election integrity, and the U.S. Constitution, Mike Lindell, but you also support us here at the Stone Zone. So please, folks, do your Christmas shopping uh, or holiday shopping uh, at MyPillow.com. And when you do, please use promo code STONE. All right, we are back with uh, David Horowitz. Uh, he is the founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center, a best-selling author of many uh, seminal and important books. His new book, he has penned a thought-provoking book entitled The Radical Mind, The Destructive Plans of the Woke Left. In this book, he exposes the dangerous methods and agendas of the woke left mob and calls for a renewal of faith in our Constitution individual freedom and the principles of equality before the law. He warns us in this book about the existential threat to American democracy from a Democrat party that has made dialogue, compromise, and bipartisanship uh, impossible. We return with the great David Horowitz. Uh, David, given the, uh, the corporate media uh, control in America, which still dominates most of our media, uh, and the role of technology and social media uh, in uh, promoting modical radicalism, it's a very hard question. Is it too late for America? Well, you never know. The answer is, if you think it's too late, you probably are inclined to do nothing, and that means it is too late. You've got to fight to win the battle. Um, I often give this example. In the May 1941, uh, Hitler still hadn't invaded. He was about to invade the Soviet Union, but he had overrun all of Europe except for England. And the Japanese had overrun all of Southeast Asia, Manchuria, the Philippine Islands, and so forth. And Gallup took a poll. And 81% of the American public did not want to enter the war, even though the fascists were denouncing us all the time. 
Uh, and then came Pearl Harbor. And it, four years later, there was no more access. The enemy had been defeated. So America is a very resilient country. And I, don't, I, I think we are way too individualist and too coveting of our freedoms to allow these Nazis, neo-Nazis, I would call them, to succeed. I have one other example. When you're arguing with a leftist, you're never, you're not, the facts don't impress them. You have to find a fact that knocks them off their, uh, whatever it is, their high horses. But uh, if you use tepid terms the way Republicans do, if you call people who are calling you racist, if you call them liberals, you're going down to defeat. And we, ha we haven't yet, I think things have changed dramatically in the Republican Party, but it's not enough yet to defeat these people, which is why I prefer to use the appropriate name. This is a Nazi campaign to eliminate first the Jews, then America, and then every religion on the face of the earth except Islam. That's what they're for. That's what they say they're for. Better believe them. But just to show you how, how full of hot air these left-wing academics are, they came up with this theory called intersectionality, which is a hierarchy of oppression. At the top are white males who oppress everybody. When you go down, then the females are oppressed by the white males, but they oppress everybody else. Then you go, you get blacks, you get black females. And when you get down to the LGBTQ, the lesbians, you have the, who are supposed to be the most powerless people in America who can't defend themselves. Then if you switch to the real world and look at Black Lives Matter, it was created, founded, and led. It's a criminal organization. It's anti-American. It's Marxist. Its its ideology is intersectionality. So they're all victims as they steal the rest of the country blind. Uh, they, they, they have the morality of the people who steal from the contribution baskets at church on Sunday. Um, and all three founders and leaders of Black Lives Matter are black lesbians. So how powerless then? They got 40 million people to support them in the streets and $100 million from American banks and corporations to support them. And they've violated the law. They, they, everything they've done really is illegal. You can't have a demonstration without a permit. They killed thousands of people and and they robbed the treasury because they pretend to be, and the IRS recognizes them as a tax exempt organization, even though they're totally political and violate all the IRS rules. How powerful is that, I ask you? You have to pay attention to the details and you have to have the, the spine to stand up to these people. And then we can win. More dangerous than a white liberal. I think he was right. Uh, David Horowitz, the founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center. We're going to put up that uh, website so you can send a generous contribution 
uh, to their important work. Gentlemen, there it is, the HorwitzFreedomCenter.org. Folks, please uh, not only get your copy of David's new book, but also please take a moment to send a contribution to the HorwitzFreedomCenter.org. David Horwitz, thank you so much for joining us in the Stone Zone. Thank you, Roger. It's people like you and Mike Lindell who are saving our country. Stand up, people. Yeah. You God guys got more. Thank you. All right, folks, uh, David Horowitz, one of the most important thinkers, uh, writers, and intellectuals on the American right, starts uh, his career uh, as a communist, writes a number of important treaties on the left, but ultimately sees the light, and today one of the most articulate and important voices for freedom in the country. It was our great honor to have him today. Uh, just a housekeeping matter, I noticed on X, formerly known as Twitter, that Jenna Ellis, uh, a lawyer who formerly worked for Donald Trump, now is supporting Ron DeSantis, says that Roger Stone convinced Donald Trump to keep Ronna Romney in place as Republican national chairman. That is entirely false. I was opposed to Ronna Romney remaining as Republican national chairperson, uh, just to correct that. By the way, I've never met or spoken to Jenna Ellis in my life, so I don't know how she would know this false uh, factoid. Uh, What's going on in the country today is really quite extraordinary. It really is out of Alinsky's rule book. Uh, the people who are jailing their political opponents, uh, Donald Trump and his supporters, the people who are uh, subpoenaing the social media records of hundreds of thousands of Americans, the people who are leaning on social media companies to censor political opinions they don't agree with, the people who are illegally surveilling, wiretapping, and spying on hundreds of thousands of Americans without warrants, uh, the people who are classifying parents uh, who uh, attend school board meetings because they're concerned about the curriculum uh, being taught to their children as uh, domestic terrorists, uh, the people who are uh, harassing and arresting those who support the right to life or attend the Latin mass, uh, they are the real threat to democracy. Uh, what do they say, though? If Donald Trump uh, is elected, uh, he will he will criminalize the judicial system to prosecute his political enemies. Uh, he will use the military and law enforcement to shut down protests. Uh, he's here we go. He's like Hitler. Whenever you use Hitler in your political argument, that means you're losing. So once again, they are projecting. Uh, they say Donald Trump will do as president exactly what they are doing today. An extraordinary piece that I saw in the UK Daily Mail uh, that spoke about a top conservative named Robert Kagan, who had written about how Donald Trump was a threat to democracy. Then I did a little uh, research. The article uh, failed to mention that Mr. Kagan is a former associate of Bill Kristol, uh, one of the great uh, uh, drumbeaters for the war in Iraq. Uh, that he is a senior editor at the Washington Post, and that he is married to Victoria Newland, uh, who is uh, a veteran of the Clinton administration and the current Biden administration, where she is largely the author of our disastrous policies towards Ukraine, uh, and is, uh, in fact, one of the architects of the illegal coup uh, in Ukraine uh, under Clinton, uh, pardon me, under Obama, uh, where we toppled a democratically elected government. 
I'm not sure how they left all those things out. I read Mr. Kagan's long treatise at the New York Times, uh, and this is uh, it's rank Alinskyism. He's right about the fact that Donald Trump is going to roll to this nomination. Uh, where he's wrong is uh, the impact and policies of a Trump administration. Once again, he predicts that Trump will do exactly what the Biden administration is doing today. Uh, joining me now uh, is a man uh, who ran for Congress uh, two years ago, uh, who was the victim of one of the most egregious political dirty tricks I have ever seen. Uh, J.R. Majewski uh, is a uh, is a uh, U.S. Air Force veteran who served from 1999 to 2003 during Operation Enduring Freedom. During his campaign for president, uh, for Congress, pardon me, uh, he was accused essentially of stolen valor, uh, and it was uh, challenged by the Associated Press and others uh, in terms of uh, the accuracy of his military record as he had stated it in his campaign. Turns out to be a dirty trick. Uh, he is, began his career in nuclear security at First Energy's Davis Bess nuclear power station located uh, in Oak Harbor, Ohio. Uh, he is, uh, he is a, a America first patriot. Uh, he's part Hungarian, so I really love this guy. <clears throat> J.R. <laughs> joins us now. Okay, Roger. There he is. So sorry about uh, the camera camera angle. I, I got tapped for a speech tonight, so I'm sitting in my car. No, you look great. So uh, I want you Thank to you. walk through this because you clearly won the Republican nomination in one of the most promising districts in the country in a race that was exceedingly uh, winnable. You're running against uh, one of the longest serving uh, socialists uh, uh, in uh, Congress, Mary Kaptur. Uh, who's a really an odious, odious individual. Uh, this is a race that by all measures, you would have won, you should have won. You had the strong support of President Donald Trump. You're an America first Republican in a working class district. Uh, and then you were subjected to the, one of the most egregious dirty tricks I've ever seen, where the United States Air Force actually turned over your military records uh, to a a research organization affiliated with the Democratic uh, Congressional uh, Campaign Committee, uh, and your records were completely misrepresented uh, to the people of your district. Tell us exactly what happened, please. Well, Roger, like you said, I, I won a you know I won a highly contested primary. I defeated a, a state representative and a state senator, and um, both were you know on opposing sides of the Republican establishment here locally, and. Um, you know, right out of the gate, I had uh, I had conflict. Uh, I wasn't one of their chosen folks, and uh, you know, I, I didn't meet the criteria. I was outspoken, outsider, wasn't willing to stand in line, and was just ticked off at you know the way politics has been handled, not only nationally but here locally. And so, getting into uh, the the general election, uh, Marcy Kaptur had the backing of Nancy Pelosi and and quite a few other uh, Democratic organizations, and the Pelosi super PAC had spent a a lot of money uh, against me. And going into late September, um, they had spent upwards, I think, like four or five million, um, accusing me of uh, being a January 6th insurrectionist. They they photoshopped the videos of me over the um, you know the the protest and uh, on January 6th to insinuate that you know I was I was violent, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't moving the needle. And um, despite that, in late September, I was plus or minus two points in polling, and we were ready to take Marcy Kaptur out. 
And um, the Associated Press then launched a hit piece accusing me of lying about serving in Operation Enduring Freedom, particularly in Afghanistan. And, um, you know, I interacted with them through my through my staff, through the NRCC. And, uh, you know, we, we, we determined after the election that this was just a well-organized hit piece. They had my records in July of last year. They waited to launch the story until the week before military ballots came out here in Ohio. And um, the day after, I believe the day after the story came out, they had a Gold Star family from Cleveland, Ohio, on every uh, media station here in the, in the district crying, insinuating that me saying that I served in Afghanistan was dishonoring the death of their son, who unfortunately died in Iraq. So um, this was, uh, uh, like I said, a, a coordinated hit piece, and uh, they had nothing, they had nothing, absolutely nothing against me. And, um, you know, I was going to unseat the chairwoman of the Ukrainian caucus, and uh, they, they weren't going to allow that to happen. Now, uh, in the last year, this was all corrected. As I understand it, the Air Force ultimately gave you the the medals or the citations that you were entitled to based on your service. Yeah, so their argument hinged on the fact that if I had served in Operation Enduring Freedom, I would have had the Global War on Terrorism Medal. Um, I didn't have that medal because upon my um, service ending, uh, George Bush hadn't approved it yet. And and I was uh, qualified for it and could have applied for it um, over the you know past 20 years that I'd been out of the service. I just never, you know, I never did that. So um, I spent the good part of the past 11 months petitioning the Air Force sometimes twice a week uh, to be awarded this medal. And I was finally awarded it uh, this August. Why would the uh, U.S. Air Force uh, give your military records uh, to a to a research group that was clearly a partisan front group? Uh, good question. Um, my my assumption is that, um, you know, when, when we did our own due diligence on this group, uh, pun intended, because that's the name of the organization, uh, we found that this gentleman that runs the organization was a board member of uh, St. Olaf University, a, a, a highfalutin liberal arts group or a college here in the United States. And um, he actually held um, the equivalent of a TED talk on how to spoof um, FOIA requests in his uh, attempt to um, you know, circumvent the process and get more information on Republican candidates. But you know, my assumption is that, uh, well, let me take that back. Not my assumption. What the gentleman did is he filled out the paperwork that is required to be and only allowed legally to be filled out by the veteran or next of kin. It's the SF Form 180. And by signing that, um, you know, you're legally... Um, stating to the Air Force that you have the veteran's permission or, you know, again, you're the next of kin. So there, it, it was a, a subtle mistake by the Air Force if I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. But given the fact that this happened, oh, there goes my light. Given the fact that this happened to um, 13 veterans, to, to, to think that there's something more nefarious going on and um, there, there, there might have been an inside job going on there. Uh, you broke up there a second. What he said, folks, was this happened to 13 Republican veterans who were running for a Congress. Uh, we've got one of your TV spots here. Let's run this now. J.R. Majewski, he's been fan. Where is he? Where is J.R.? A quick story. I was in Ohio and I'm giving a little speech. Can I introduce him to this massive crowd? J.R. Majewski. And the place went crazy. My opponent has been in office for 40 years, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe that? 
We call her Marksy Captor in the 9th District of Ohio. She votes 100% in step with Nancy Pelosi, and if you haven't seen the news, she likes to stick her fingers in Joe Biden's mouth when he comes to Ohio. I guess that's what happened, right? Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm really not, but I'm going to get in trouble. Come on, man. We appreciate it, JR, and go win your race. You're going to win. You're going to win. People love this guy. He's great. He's a genius. Thank you, JR. Really nice. Now, JR, you uh, came to the president's attention because, as I recall, you mowed your lawn in such a way that from an airplane, your entire yard or field became a giant Donald Trump poster, no? Yeah, I actually uh, painted the Trump 2020 logo without the name, without Pence on it, actually. Um, Make America Great Again uh, logo in 2019-2020 uh, in you know, in support of a veterans group. Um, and uh, it, it caught national attention about the size of a football field. And I was on Fox News, Fox and Friends on July the 11th, I believe it was. And after that, uh, the president called me and thanked me for uh, doing what I did. And I, it, it's been a whirlwind since then. I mean, um, you know, Donald Trump's inspired a, a whole new generation of Republicans like myself that were, you know, very, very busy in our professional lives that uh, have, have decided, like your you know, previous guest said, you know, it's one thing to, to sit on the couch and complain about things. It's another thing to get up and get active and, and fight. And that's, that's exactly what I've been doing for the past four years. Uh, so I think we have to go to a commercial break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about how you can help uh, J.R. Majewski's campaign for Congress and what his prospects for victory are in this new race. I wanted to get in here and uh, interrupt this great show by my great friend, Roger Stone. And uh, what we have is we have the best special ever exclusive to Lindell TV. And that is we have the, the everybody knows the towel sets, right? That's a six piece towel sets. If you go down to the radio podcast, we've got, um, we've got our, right there they are. He's $29.98. We're closing them out. We're closing out the towels. We have our new Shapir long stable, our new design on the right there. Those are, that we're, those are on sale too. But what the exclusive for, for uh, our listeners and anyone watching Roger's show here, uh, you get there they are. We're closing these towels out. Once they're gone, they're gone. They're only, I believe there's three colors left, six piece towel sets. This is what I wanted to do to help out all our great hosts here and, uh, Roger's one of the best. So use the promo code STONE and you get it for $29.98 for a six-pack set. Otherwise, you call this number 800-858-0402. Use that promo code STONE. My operators are standing by. You're helping my pillow. 
You're helping yourself with these great products. And you and keep watching Roger's great show here on Lindell TV. All right. Uh, so, folks, uh, please go to MyPillow.com. And when you do, use a promo code STONE. Not only do you get free shipping, and Mike Lindell has extended the money-back guarantee on all of his products until March, uh, but uh, you can ensure that the Stones also have a great Christmas. So do all your Christmas shopping uh, at uh, MyPillow.com. And when you do, uh, use a promo code STONE. Thank you, uh, and God bless you for your support. Uh, we're back with uh, J.R. Majewski, uh, who has once again entered the list to run for Congress in this uh, suburban uh, Cleveland district. Uh, he's promised me some chicken paprikash if I come out there and campaign for it. <laughs> it means you know I'm going to show up. Uh, J.R., how is the campaign going now, uh, and what's it going to cost to beat uh, a well-funded uh, communist, Marxist, leftist opponent like Mary Kaptur? Well, it's going good, Roger. Um, you know, the uh, the general consensus here in the district is that, you know, we were robbed, that uh, the Republican Party abandoned me in, in a time of need. And obviously with uh, Kevin McCarthy getting uh, his, his, his justice uh, by fellow, good fellows like Matt Gates, it's, it's uh, spurred some excitement here. Um, my opponent in the primary election is the guy that I beat last cycle, uh, the state representative who has been endorsed by Kevin McCarthy, of all people. So, uh, you know, he's raised a, a pretty good sum of money. But, um, you know, I have the momentum. I have the name recognition. And, um, you know, I have the, the love and support of of the uh, base here, as this is a definitely a Trump district. Um, but, you know, getting out of the uh, primary election is going to be the first battle. But getting into the general election... You know, I think uh, going against somebody like Marcy Kaptur, I'm going to have to raise at least uh, $2 million, maybe more. Um, last cycle, you know, we, we did a pretty good job with uh, probably half that. Uh, we were supposed to have another million more, but again, the, the NRCC did what the NRCC does, and that's um, sacrifice America first candidates for the benefit of their agenda. But I think we're going to win this time, Roger. I'm, I'm very, very, very confident. Yeah, we saw this trend in various states. You know, they kneecapped Mike Crispy running against Chris Smith uh, in New Jersey, a race he could have won. Uh, they kneecapped Laura Loomer in her race against Dan Webster in Florida, a race she couldn't won, could have won. Uh, Kevin McCarthy wasn't supporting candidates who were for Donald Trump. He was supporting candidates who were Kevin McCarthy, uh, for Kevin McCarthy. JR, is it fair to say that had you been in the House uh, in the recent months, that you would have voted uh, with Matt Gates and the so-called radicals? hundred uh, percent. I, I, I would have embraced the, like Donald Trump said, embrace the um, title of being an outsider. It's the outsiders who change the world. And, you know, when uh, Kevin McCarthy, I, I actually posted on Twitter, and I, I know you shared this, you know, Kevin McCarthy pretended to have uh, my back the entire time. And the night before the election, he called me and said, you know, hey, we, you know, you're going to do it. Good job, kid. So on and so forth. Well, when he, you know, um, was was uh, kicked out of the speaker's chair, I shared that uh, same t that, that voicemail publicly, and I said, "We did it, kid! First uh, speaker of the house in how many years that has been uh, kicked out?" And um, yeah, I definitely would have voted with Matt. I think uh, Mike Crispy would have as well, and so would have Laura. I mean, the, you're talking great, solid Trump supporting America First candidates that these folks are scared to death of. So when you uh, go out and campaign, and I know you're a very, very vigorous campaigner, and you're very good at 
pressing the flesh. I've seen you interact with people and voters. What's the number one issue on people's minds? What is it uh, that they're most concerned about today? Well, it's a, it's a it's a mixed bag of things. Um, I, I would say number one, um, they're they're worried about Donald Trump actually um, being given the opportunity for an of a fair election uh, this cycle. I mean, the general sentiment is that if Trump does not win in twenty four, there's no hope. And um, you know, I think that is the resounding number one issue um, with with the base of Republicans here. Um, getting outside of that, you know, it definitely um, boils down to economics. People are paying a lot of money for gas. It's the holiday season. Um, they're worried and concerned that they can't, you know, give their children a good Christmas. And um, they're they're paying a lot of money at the pump and a lot of money for groceries. So, you know, combined, those two are, you know, at the top of the list. But, you know, close close behind that is the border. Um, having fentanyl and, uh, and, and trafficking has invaded this district here in Northwest Ohio. We are the only district in the country that houses the intersection between uh, or of both of our largest interstates that run uh, across the country, both north and south and east and west. And, you know, we've been uh, victim to predation from, you know, folks that like to operate in the black market. And unfortunately, uh, a lot of these things are, you know, uh, six degrees off of the captor campaign and the people that uh, she associates with, specifically the Pritzker family. Uh, how do you think that what are the prospects look for uh, look like for Donald Trump in Ohio, uh, uh, you know, a year from now? I think they're looking great. Um, you know, the one thing that I was worried about and I was telling Team Trump this is that Americans for Prosperity have invaded this state. Um, they are working here um, diligently and they have a lot of a lot of great uh, America first volunteers persuaded that uh, don't understand the the history of Americans for Prosperity. And you know, that that, had a, uh, that has a big concern of mine. But, um, you know, the uh, Ohio Republican Party just voted in resounding matter last week to endorse President Trump. And I believe um, the state central committee uh, voted unanimously. And they um, we're, we're the first president. We're the first state in the uh, in the union that has made the right step in ending this circus show of a primary and getting on with business and you know, making sure Donald Trump has the war chest that he needs to, you know, face all of the uncertainties and all the cheating that we can only assume is going to happen. All right, folks, uh, he just said it. The war chest is all important. You see across the bottom there. Uh, well, let's bring it back up. Uh, JR for Ohio, JR for Ohio.com. Folks, please go to JR Majewski's campaign website. There you see it writ large uh, and make your most generous contribution. Uh, I can tell you, we've been friends for a couple of years. He is a true patriot, uh, an indefatigable advocate for the America First agenda, a complete a Donald Trump loyalist, and he has an excellent shot of getting into Congress, but only if you and people like you send him a generous contribution. Uh, JR, thank you so much for diving into the Stone Zone uh, as you have done. Thanks, Roger. It's always a pleasure. And I can't wait, man. I'm going to be in Phoenix with you uh, at America Fest, so I'm excited. Yeah, this is the upcoming Turning Point uh, USA event uh, in Phoenix. Uh, and yes, I will be there. And folks, we will see you there. Uh, speaking of your Christmas shopping, let me make two recommendations to you. One uh, is my book, Stone's Rules. Stone's Rules with an introduction uh, by the great Tucker Carlson. Uh, this is uh, This is the 
essentially much like Machiavelli's The Prince or Sun Tzu's The Art of War. These are the maxims and rules that I have learned in a 45-year career in the American public arena. Uh, and you can get your very own signed copy by going to stonesrulesbook.com, stonesrulesbook.com. This makes a, a fabulous uh, Christmas present. Uh, the other recommendation I have for you is, of course, uh, the book that's gotten so much coverage uh, just because of the anniversary of the 60th uh, 60th anniversary of the murder of John F. Kennedy, the man who killed Kennedy, the case against uh, LBJ, uh, a New York Times bestselling book. Uh, and uh, folks, you can go to themanwhokilledkennedy.com uh, to uh, buy that book. Uh, we are out of time. I want to thank you for joining us in the Stone Zone. I'm Roger Stone. And until tomorrow, God bless you and Godspeed. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last.